everybody. This is LA is our house, episode 247. We are inching ever closer to February 27th and the season uh, opener at the Diggity. And we got some stuff to talk about in between while we uh, anxiously await that day. We got a couple preseason games that were played. The Galaxy remain undefeated in the preseason. Not that that matters or anything. Champions. Uh, preseason champions. Um, and, and yet we're going to lose that like Cali Cup or the Coachella Cup or whatever it is. So there's that. Uh, Doug, <laughs> Douglas Costa officially official official now that he uh, has been announced by the, the team earlier today. So, yeah, we got some things to talk about. I'm here to talk about them. I'm, I'll be your host one more time, uh, Mr. Lewis Barone. But uh, we'll, we'll get Bobby back at some point. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, we were hoping that he'd be back today. But last moment uh, canceled. And so we hope to see him back next week. So once again, a gruesome tombstone. I'm here with Mr. David Arona. Yeah, I was, I was going to call this the dynamic duo, but thanks for the uh, gruesome twosome there. Uh, I was going to say I'll, I'll be I'm more than happy to be the Alfred to your Dick Grayson. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I've been Jason Todd. I'm just saying. I, I, I guess I could have been Jason Todd. Uh, the hood. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, so here we are uh, another week. Uh, how have you been since the last time we recorded? Uh, uh, you know, what's funny is uh, <laughs> kids teaching kids about the consequences of their actions. That is the theme for this week. Uh, yeah, we got a we got a note. We got a note from uh, from school earlier. Uh, you know, <clears throat> the little one has been um, moved his seat three times um, because, well, he, the, the girls that are at his seats just can't stop talking to him apparently is according to him of course uh of course i asked him hey man what's what's going on what's up with the why have you had to move and he's like well this girl kept talking to me and i was super focused on what i was doing and she just wouldn't stop talking to me so i moved to another one and this other girl talks really loud so I was just focused on my thing. I wasn't looking up. I was being good. And then the girl was just talking to me. I don't know what to say. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. And you had to move, huh? You were the one that got picked to move? Um, so, uh, you know, <clears throat> of course, uh, with, with, with that means, you know, hey, guess what, man? When you get to the point where the teacher has to send us a note, you don't get to play with your phone. You don't get to get on the computer. You can read. <laughs> you can play with the physical toy but uh yeah no no electronics so uh dealing with that this uh this evening and and you know on top of that also working uh <laughs> so busy busy week for me from work so it's it's just been you know uh, fun times yeah uh adulting sucks <laughs> yeah yeah adulting and careering and parenting all of it it's it's not fun it's not right. Uh, you yeah, know what? It's is fun. fun. It's fun, but you know, also not fun. it has its moments. It has its moments. Uh, same as the galaxy, right? It, it could be fun. They have its mo. They have their moments every so often. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, yeah. Boy, what a moment! <laughs> what a moment! <laughs> let's let's get the 
the well, I don't want to say news. It's not news. We've known about it for a while now. But well, the galaxy. Uh, hold finally... on. Funny, funny enough. Funny enough. Okay. Liz, hold okay. on. Sorry. Break, breaking news. Um, so I was scrolling through Twitter. Uh, breaking news. I was okay. scrolling through Twitter oh, earlier gotcha. today. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and <clears throat> I'm here to announce on this podcast exclusive to Eliezer House. I came across the tweet for the Galaxy announcing a new player signing. Now, the player signing part, that's not the news we're breaking. I'm just breaking the fact that I found the news that they broke. So I'm breaking the breaking news. That's that's all. Oh, okay. That, that's what we're running with, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. that's fair. Okay. So... <laughs> What, did I miss something? Is there is there anything more important than that? No, I guess not. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so, all right, Douglas Costa officially a member of the Galaxy. He was at the uh, at the game today, uh, which we'll talk about later. He was there. Um, the Galaxy social media team did post a video of him being um, introduced to Chicharito for the first time. Uh, they seemed very happy to see each other. Very grabby um, too. <laughs> very grabby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, good, got good chemistry, you know, yeah. right off the bat. So you know that that that's a good sign. Um, but uh, so yeah, so Douglas uh, Costa, uh, officially a member of the Galaxy. Yeah. We have talked about you know the the what we think about this, and once again, another chance for Bobby to come in here and say his opinion on Douglas Costa, and over three, over three. So he's not gonna. He probably won't say his opinion until, um, well, pretty much until he sees him, and then he's gonna make a judgment, uh, probably at that moment. But uh, there we go. So a a uh, potentially a potential home run, uh, a potential you know miss again, right? Uh, so again, we we talked about this. Uh, uh, we'll talk about more about uh, Douglas Costa. Um, I uh, w- did happen to be on the media call today, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that a little uh, later on as well. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the games. The the first one that took place um, this past weekend was uh, the New England Revolution. David, you attended that game. I was. I was in attendance for that game. Uh, it was good. It was a good time. Uh, we we got there a little. Uh, close to game time, so we didn't get to partake in any of the pre-game festivities, as I, I alluded to in the last episode. I, ne- I myself needed a preseason for the the tailgates, but uh, unfortunately, I was not able to make it. Uh, but we made it in time for the game, and it was it was a good time. Um, good to be back in the stadium. I mean, the place is gorgeous. The night was perfect. Uh, wasn't too cold. Um, it was really really beautiful night, uh, and it was nice to see everybody. Um, now the one the one big um, highlight before we get into the game was uh, we did get to say hello to and get a picture with uh, Galaxy fan favorite AJ De La Garza. Um, he was uh, in attendance. He got a big ovation when he came into the game, uh, as did Ima Boateng, as did um, uh, let's see who else is. Uh, I forgot. I actually forgot that Omar Gonzalez was with. That I was team. gonna say Omar Gonzalez is there, or Sebastian Legette <laughs> uh, is there. Legette, Legette also got a, a a pretty decent ovation. Uh, did Bruce Becky get G, one? Becky G herself Becky G? also got oh, okay. a, a good ovation. Uh, I got a chance to say hello to to Carnalfo. 
um, because I forgot he was with that team as well. So uh, a lot of Galaxy alumni. Uh, Bruce looked um, indifferent as always, you know. Uh, so very Bruce. He's already in. He's already in uh, in season four. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I certainly in preseason four, and that's for sure. Uh, so let's talk about this game. So the Galaxy win 4-0 with goals from just all kinds of people. Two goals from Kevin Cabral, one goal from um, <clears throat> from Dejan Jovalik, and an own goal, which was, I believe, late, later credited to Jalen Neal. Yep. Um, so, I mean, you know, overall good performance. Uh, what did you think about the game? You did, you did get a chance to watch it, right, Lewis? I did. I, I did watch it. Uh, I was... Um... Entertained. I'll say that I was entertained. Uh, I do remember being very and and with good reason. But last season, I distinctly remember not enjoying any of the preseason games. I mm-hmm. thought they were very dull, uh, lackluster. I think maybe one of the last couple games of the preseason, uh, you started seeing things here and there that gave me some sort of um, hope uh, that it may not be all bad. Um, I think that was when I don't remember if this was on air or if it was between us uh, off air when. Um, oh, no, 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 no. It was on air because we gave Bobby like shit about it after um, I had mentioned in the preseason that the Galaxy were starting to be in the right place at the right time. Their positioning was good and all that. And Bobby didn't believe it, didn't see it. And like three games in just repeated the exact same thing I said like three weeks <laughs> prior and try to swear that, it, you know, now it's actually confirmed because he saw it. Uh, so, uh, so no, he did. But they, that, I, I think with, with this game, I kind of saw it. Um, same thing, a little bit more um, like good things, encouraging things. But I think that's kind of to be expected, or at least that's what you hope to see with a team that is, has now been together. will be, what will be going on uh, their second season. Um, and for what it's worth, this is literally the first time this is happening since Bruce Arena left. This is literally the first season since 2016 that this is not a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, says a lot. I mean, that statement alone says a lot about the organization and what to expect this year. So you filled in pieces that you know that you are going to lose and that you are going to you know, assume that you were going to upgrade. Um, you saw Mark Delgado for the first time, and he did exactly what, at least at the moment, you know, again, preseason, so I don't want to get too hyped up because I'm not, but I- I'm sorry I'm such a party pooper. But, um, you know, good things from him uh, being yeah. that box-to-box. You saw a lot of good things. You saw him connecting um, both uh, on the defensive and the offensive end. There was a good link between them. You know, there was a lot of... Um, just good build-up play that would start from him. And um, so that was encouraging. The Galaxy, quote-unquote, dominated for, you know, bigger mm-hmm. part of the stretches of the game. Um, clean sheet, although they got a little lucky there, and you probably should have scored a couple. Uh, they're definitely in preseason form. Um, so um, Galaxy, a little bit lucky not to get scored on. But uh, either way, uh, they they... they posted a clean sheet, which again, this is about confidence building and chemistry building. So, you know, the fact that you posted up a, a clean sheet against New England should, at least uh, in uh, the defender's uh, mind, should 
again, uh, raise her confidence a little bit. Um, sometimes you need a little luck. So, you know, um, there's that. But all in all, you know, good entertaining game. Uh, I enjoyed it. I wasn't bored um, at any point because I, I remember, I, I think my mom had actually was watching the game with me. And then whenever she would step out or whatever, like she swore that, like, why does the score always go up? Then you know, whenever I look at it, I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, that's what it kind of seems like right to, now. You need to get her to look at the game more often. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, Kevin Cabral, a brace for Kevin Cabral. Yeah, uh, which again, it's just preseason. But if you look at what he did, like there's a swagger there to him that wasn't there last season. I think it's I think it's worth like it's worth saying uh, <clears throat> that. Again, the caveat is it's preseason. It doesn't really make a difference. Nothing matters mm-hmm. in preseason. But mm-hmm. the things that you see, the, the, the signs are certainly there. You saw um, the, Kevin Cabral, I feel like he always had the swagger with, with you know, not, not as much to back it up. You know what I mean? But, like, he looked stronger. He wasn't getting bumped off the ball. He was mm-hmm. taking challenges and standing up to them, uh, which was great. And the most important thing for me was we knew he could get into the spots. We knew he had a good IQ. Less is more. Because he, the first, and the first goal, he made a fantastic run, which we've mm-hmm. seen him make. He took the ball. He took one step away from the keeper, and he turned, and he shot the ball. I mean, last year, that would have been, you know, him taking two or three dribbles, trying to turn, and with a little tap in, you know, toward the goal, maybe, or a blast over the top. No, this was calm collected just enough to get the job done and i think that was that to me is a is a positive sign uh again if it's a one-time thing you go "Mm, fluke but later in the season if you see those things more and more from kevin cabral you go ah i saw this in the preseason um i think the i think the more encouraging thing you obviously couldn't say that you saw that is a difference in preseasons right because he wasn't with us in the preseason right so um, you couldn't say that, but you, though you did see the the fact that he was able to read the game, the fact that he was able to make the run. Mm-hmm. Right place at the right time. Um, Lewis, Lewis, you're you gonna said, have to repeat. That's not news. That's, you know, if, if you're not you should have noticed. You know, hey, he missed a hell of a lot, but. Look, I'm sorry. I think I you're gonna have to repeat most of that because most of that went into robot land for us. Oh, okay. Um, so what was the last <laughs> okay, fair uh, enough. uh, just start uh, from, from wherever you started about Kevin Cabral. Uh, okay, well, well, the I think the, the, the more encouraging thing about Kevin Cabral is like during the season, you did see um, him getting into the right positions, you did see him have the vision. Um, he Missed a lot of shots, sure, and, you know, the criticism of him was totally fair. But the fact that he was able to get that many shots off to begin with, um, to have that many opportunities, that's not luck, right? He was he was there. He, he, uh, uh, he, he was in the spot where he needed to be at the time he needed to be in that spot. So that hasn't changed. But like I said, the finish, it changed, right? 
probably would have lost it, probably would have misdribbled, probably uh, would have been stopped by the keeper or missed it, you know, side net. Maybe he you know, takes too many touches and uh, he just loses control of the ball. Maybe it, it turns into a goal kick. Who knows? But um, it looked like a very confident finish, um, a very confident player. And as you said, you know, he wasn't being muscled off the ball, uh, which we saw time and time again last season. So in that one preseason game, which we were able to watch, by the way, it, it seems to be like that might be like one of the few games that we're able to watch in the preseason. What we saw in him was already a big improvement over any random game that we saw in him all last season. So that's encouraging. Um, and again, I think one of the things, uh, it's the only game that we saw, and one of them was against a non-MLS side, but one of the things that I find encouraging, again, preseason, so I'm not going to get excited, but the Galaxy are finding ways to score, right? Five goals in the first game, three goals in the second, four goals against New England. You were averaging four goals a game. That wasn't happening in the last how many preseason, you know, I can't think of a, of a preseason where you're saying, oh, man, they were, like, scoring at will. It was always, well, they had a chance to score, but this is preseason, so this is the time to miss those type of shots. Uh, or, oh, you know what, they were not really creating anything, this might be a problem, or just we always found a way to spin it and to try to, you know, try to put some sense of optimism saying that this doesn't really matter until it actually matters. Exact opposite. Looks like they're scoring a lot. So, again, encouraging. Um, and aside from the first game against Toronto, which we won 5-4, to four, defensively, you've actually improved. Again, just preseason. But, you know, again, one against against the four, so it wasn't uh, an MLS side. But then you shut out New England. A little bit of luck in there, but <clears> okay. And then we'll talk about the, the second game, which happened earlier today, was against Seattle, and you only allowed one goal. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, again, it's preseason, and this can go out the window in the home opener very much. But there's some encouraging signs here, right? And yeah. I think yeah. the, and, the, and, the, that, that, again, not a rebuilding year, because I think last year that was a problem, right? They, they couldn't mesh together. They had to figure out there was literally like nine new players in that starting lineup. And uh, so you had to find ways to, um, you know, do whatever it is that you can to, to get ahead. This time around, there's a lot more familiarity uh, with the squad and the players that you have brought in, have played, uh, or at least uh, in the case of Edwards and Delgado, have played under Greg Vanny. They know what to, ex uh, uh, they know the system, they know what to expect, and they know what is expected of them. Delgado seemed like he's been on the team forever. Yeah, so, he, he, he fit right in, and, and yeah. he's a player, too, that we talked about how he's, probably getting he's probably more specialized in what he does on the field and he may not be as talented as Sebastian Legette but he certainly uh feels like a, an upgrade simply for the fact that you know he's more fo focused on just the things that he's good at rather than Legette trying to be a jack of all trades and I mean for me the the one who who really stood out to me and maybe it's just because I was sitting on his side but Brahim Edwards um, really found just a ton of space up and down the field. Like he was calling for the ball all night and he was good on the ball. Like he, he had a couple of tricks up his sleeve. He did a good job of getting up that side and, and, um, and getting things going. So 
that was a, a big positive. Again, all of this is coupled with the fact, like, you don't know really for sure how to what to make of this. It's like, yes, it's preseason, and yeah, they kept a clean sheet and they scored four goals, but it's pre- it's a preseason playing against a Bruce Arena team who you know may or may not have been uh, right. trying trying all that hard. But at the same time, it's like, but New England is a good team. They're mm-hmm. you know on on paper. They're a good team, and you would think that even if at half half speed, they should have put up a more a little bit more of a of a fight. But you know, I mean, there, there's always barometers to, and again, it's preseason, so the results don't really matter, right? It's it, it's all the little things that the coaches look for, uh, the more of the hardcore fans look for, right? Because if you're just a casual fan, if you're just there because it's the trendy thing to do or because you're there to watch a superstar or just one player, yeah, you're probably caring about the result or about the individual performance of that one player that you're watching. But the hardcores will understand that, hey, in preseason, it's not about the results, right? You're looking at, okay, what, 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 how are the players playing together? Are they understanding what they have to do? You know, are they clicking? Are they connecting? Um, you know, let's go ahead and experiment with formations, with tactics, you know, who can play what? Um, so, um, these are the things that you're looking for. So there's always a barometer there of, well, again, it's preseason, but you just beat a really good New England side four nil. Um, they're coming off a victory against your cross town, cross town rivals, uh, two to one. So, you know, you really can't, I mean, once you get on there, these players are also looking to get informed, looking to, um, you know, uh, get some starting spots, get like get their um, mojo going, right? And so it's not like they're just purposely tanking the game either. So, um, again, it, I, I am personally not excited, but there are encouraging things that I have or that I did see in that one game. Um, and if you're looking at the results of the, the bits of information that we have gotten in the games that nobody has ever seen, um, it looks like they are understanding those assignments and they are creating chances. They are finishing those chances. Um, so, you know, there's some, there's some, definitely some positives you can take uh, from these games. Um, I, I don't, I think we were really, in previous seasons, we were really trying to squint <laughs> to try to spin yep. it that way. <clears throat> so uh, it's a little easier to do. Uh, to do it here but that being said you don't want to put too much expectation because if you end up undefeated in the preseason it doesn't mean anything if in the regular season you know you end up not making the playoffs again and you know it just it doesn't really it doesn't matter right you you, you don't want to peak in the preseason so, um, <laughs> well but if you, peak in the pre- you if you peak in the preseason and then you dip and you have an opportunity to start to peak in the you know for the playoff race I'm telling you, September, bro. September. <laughs> I said that already a couple episodes ago, too. Episodes ago, September. Uh, but but no, I mean, all in all, it, it was a, it was a good game to watch. It was it, it was fun. It was entertaining. And uh, you hope that it wasn't a fluke. You hope that it wasn't something that you won't see for a very long time. And uh, you keep moving forward and you know improve on that. So. Well, the important and, thing uh, is we're going to have a bigger sample size because we have a few games to not see but hear about. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a uh, thing, isn't it? I mean, I had I had a thing with that earlier, right? You're 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 
and I get it. I I think it uh, it was meant to have fans in there, right? That, that this is uh, the Seattle at was, some point, uh, right? Right. You, you you were expected to have fans, uh, and then um, it was obviously you know COVID is still derailing, well, you know, yeah. a lot of our activities. So, I mean, yeah, um, we're not going to have a mask mandate pretty soon, but right, right. Well, LA County still has yeah, a mask LA mandate. County will. Yeah, yeah. So right. yeah, we we still but that's will not LA County. Well, that isn't. Uh, but uh, the the thing is, is that I I just kind of feel that you know if you're watching preseason, and I'm not a fan of preseason. I've never been a fan of preseason for any team that I root for. I just don't care for it. Um, I, I find it pointless. To root for a team when a game doesn't matter. Well, it gets uh, you hyped. Um, once again, you know, if we go zero and zero for the preseason, yeah, I'm not but... hyped. <laughs> if I go undefeated, uh, the 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 every, uh, the root every for team goes every go, every team goes into their preseason expecting that they're going to do well. So, you know, they still need they still need the the. This the, is Cincinnati's time to the reps. Yeah, yeah. And, <clears> and they still fine. need the reps, and they uh, still need that, to get in shape. They need to figure out their stuff, right? Right, right, right. No, no. And I understand that. Uh, obviously, being the Galaxy, and that's, you know, my favorite sports team. Um, I, again, don't care for the result, but I do care about the team. And being this, um, you know, that I'm doing this podcast, I have to pay attention to every little thing that they do. <laughs> so, uh, so I watch and uh, I'm interested. I'm legitimately interested. And um, the fact that I can't watch it is a little frustrating uh, because. Since I don't care for the result, I don't care about the updates. Like, I need to see the run of play. I need to see how, you know, right. plays develop. I need to see how they their, their shape is on the field. I, I, want, I want to see the, uh, hey, who, who's impressing, who is, um, who's connecting with who. Like, you want to see those, those little things that maybe a casual fan doesn't care about. Um, and... I have to assume that everyone listening to this podcast is a hardcore. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> so, you know, we all miss that, you know, and it, it just, it, it's a little frustrating uh, that you're not able to see this. And, you know, they hype up the games, but no one can watch it. So, um, and that, in that regards, it, it, it kind of sucks. And the one game that you were able to watch was at our home stadium. So it's like, okay, you know, it's it's a little frustrating. It sucks, um, but um, you know, I mean, that's also the nature of preseason. So yeah, um, maybe they're not allowed to do it. Maybe they're I don't know, whatever it is. Um, but but yeah, uh, game number two. Should we go on to game number two? I mean, there's not much for us to yeah to so talk the, about in game number two simply because. Yeah. You know, it's it's. We're not able to watch it. <laughs> we're not able to watch it. All we saw was the you know the the couple of highlights that they gave us, um, and it's also it's also in a weird um, angle because it's you know at ground level and stuff. I mean, you know, the the only thing that really is the the important piece here is um, the galaxy. You know, had a two two draw. <laughs> I mean, sorry, a one one draw with Seattle, uh, a, a good team on paper. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much that, right? Yeah. Uh, not really much you can take away from this. Yeah. Who, uh, again, who scored that goal? Was that, was that Dejan? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dejan scores a goal. I mean, you know, he's certainly making his case to get some more minutes this season. That's see, that's another thing, and I think I mentioned that um after the Toronto game, the episode after the Toronto game, and it's and it's continuing here, is that the players that you want to see score, the ones that you want uh to see their confidence go high, they're scoring, right? Kevin Cabral has what three goals, I think. Uh, Jovalich, I think, now has like three goals as well, maybe two. I don't remember exactly. Um, so the, the the guys that you want to see get on the score sheet, uh, the defense, again, uh, putting up clean sheets. So, uh, and again, Seattle wasn't a clean sheet, but you only allowed one goal against Seattle. We know that they have a it, lot of firepower on the And it's a, it, it was like a direct answer. I mean, like the goals happened within the fir- within what, like two minutes of each other? No. Uh, the uh, let's see, I think it was Ru, uh, Reed Diaz who scored for Seattle, and I think it was like right before halftime. It was like the forty-first minute. The Galaxy did not score until the second half. Um, I don't remember one in the second half. It might have been really oh, early. Maybe maybe there were one on each side. Maybe that's what I was. Yeah, but uh, they were down one 0 at halftime, so they scored in the second half. I want to say it's within the first ten minutes of the second half, but I don't remember exactly. Um, that was literally the one highlight that they showed was the goal. And by the way, for what it was worth, it was a really nice looking goal, nice passing. Um, it was practically a tap in for for, uh, for, for yeah. So, but it was uh, nice. Yeah, it was a yeah, nice build up. Nice, nice uh, one twos. So yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. So uh, again, little things here and there that are encouraging. Uh, Seattle, um, even if they're putting a mixture of A and B players, this is a good team. It's a well built team. It has depth, <laughs> a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're able to compete in a long MLS season. Uh, they can rotate players and not skip a beat. They could go into like the Champions League and other things, rotate players and not skip a beat. Uh, the Galaxy don't have that luxury. So yes, Seattle is a good side. Again, don't look into the result. Really, um, there's not really much we can take out of this. But one-one against Seattle, you know, you would think that even in the preseason, this is a team that probably beats us, right? Uh, didn't you England? Like beat the crap out of us last season in preseason. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, like again, I, I think it's a the 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 thing that's encouraging. Again, if you're looking, if you are just looking at the results, the encouraging thing is is that it looks like it's a stark contrast from where you were in the last preseason. And again, that's to be expected. It was everybody was new this year, more familiarity. So again, a positive sign. You're going forward. You're moving forward. So. um so yeah, that was that. Good um, times. Yeah, and, and as mentioned before, Doug, Douglas Costa was at the game, so uh, he uh, checked out his new teammates and how they play, and got to see one of the better teams in MLS. Yep. <laughs> you know, so there's that. So he met you know, Raul. He met Raul. Yeah, I think those pictures just came. Yeah, up. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news, guys. There more it is. Twitter scrolling. More Twitter scrolling. Yeah, but he met Raul. So now you know it's official. <laughs> you have to meet Raul, right? So, um, so yeah, uh, good times. Uh, next game is on Sunday, which, by the way, not being televised or streamed or anything once again. So, uh, yeah, that's um, it is what it is, right? Uh, well, you know, the, the the good thing is that there's going to be a, another game the following Sunday that uh, fans will actually able be able to go to. So um, that's you know that's that's a positive. Uh, for now, we we'll just have to 
watch you know Adam Serrano's uh, Instagram uh, live or Instagram uh, stories to get uh, updates on on what's going on in the game. Are you going to the Sunday game or that that the the next? I'm going game? to the one on the nineteenth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, want to be able to make that game. I was gonna say, let's go. I got a ticket. No, 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 I'm not able to go to to that game. Um, I I could probably find a way around it, but I I I will wait for the home opener. Just kind of go balls out for that one. So, February 27th. It's like the PS5 thing, right? I don't I don't want to play it yet. I mean, (laughs) you're wrong, but okay. I, I I'm probably wrong, and and I probably should go to Sunday, and I probably should just pop in that PS5 that's been sitting there in the box for two months. Yep. But I'm not going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till next week. So when okay. the real the real season and the real sure. games right. come out, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> All right. So um, so there was a media call uh this afternoon uh, about few hours after the, uh, the the game against Seattle I uh, was able uh, to uh, to get in on the call um, nothing nothing too nothing special nothing like you know breaking nothing that is gonna wow anybody you get the the, the basic media uh, answers that you would expect from a new player uh, from, uh, from the coaches um, but um, but Greg Vanny talked about uh, Douglas Costa and uh, Douglas Costa uh, was introduced to the media for the first time. And so, um, you know, what, what, what I really take from that is I'm still in the same place as I was before that media call. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really hard to gauge a player and their intentions um, based on responses that you're, you know, I don't think he, it's fair. He, I, mean, I, I don't think you know it's it's <sighs> the introduction of a a player the first time that the player probably has even thought about MLS. You know, other than when they when he signed the contract. You know, he's here. He's got to take it all in. I don't think this is going to be sort of a immediate hit. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to come in and 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 light everything up. I think it's going to take him some time, which you know, it, well, it, I mean, that, that's well, maybe it's a problem, but maybe not. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, when asked about, you know, just the, the, the random questions that were asked about him, you know, he's going to say the, the, the politically correct answer, right? I'm excited to play for this team. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy to be here. Um, we're, I'm here to win championships, you know, copy paste and let right. the new signing say this, right? Yeah. Um, th- that's what it is, and that's what I'm, th- that's what I got. I, I got nothing really out of it. I know some people have um, interpreted that he is. He did use the word motivated. Uh, I will say that he said he was excited and he was motivated uh, to be here, and that's that's a big word right now among uh, amongst <laughs> Galaxy fans, right? That's like the, the big question. It wasn't a you know wasn't a thing about talent or anything. It's his motivation. Obviously, the injury factor, you know, very injury prone. Well, so how many games does he actually play for us? But, what else um, are you going to say? Just, what else are you going to say right, in the exactly. press conference introducing yourself to? <laughs> well, I mean... Oh, well, you know, just, I'm not very wait, interested in this. Let's be honest. You could be honest. It's not going to do you any favors, and the fans will probably hate you. But you could be honest. Just take a look sure. at Charlotte's coach. 
who basically said, who asked about what the fans should expect from from Charlotte this season, and he said, "We're screwed." <laughs> okay, now it's a little out of context, but I mean, does he said, know that I mean, Cincinnati? Does he know that Cincinnati is also right, right. in the league? Yes. because you know, right, right. there's hope. <laughs> Well, at the very least, there's hope for you not to, uh, not to win the spoon. But uh, I mean, yeah, so you he might be honest. underplaying it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But yeah, you could be honest with the media. You could be very upfront. You could be very direct. Again, it's not going to win you any fans. It's not going to win you any points. But you could be. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, you're saying the politically correct thing. You're saying the things that you're supposed to say. It's nothing special. So unless he came out and said, like, you know, hey, I'm here to sit on a beach and vacation, right? <laughs> like, like, hey, at least he's being honest, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't going to say that, uh, you know. But yeah, until proven otherwise, um, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? That he's here to win the trophies and he has won trophies. I think someone on Twitter, I don't remember who it was, someone had pointed it out, like, yeah, you know what? Maybe he doesn't have to be the the guy. Maybe you just have to be on the team because with the exception of being in Brazil, he's won tro- multiple trophies wherever he's played. So, uh they're saying as long as you as long as he's not in Brazil, he's fine. <laughs> so, sure, but the, yeah, yeah, but but you know, but the other part of that is that he's been he's won trophies in multiple teams where the teams are stacked, like right. unfairly stacked. Unfairly that is not the stacked. case with the galaxy um so it's well they're, they're referencing as a, as a good he's gonna, term, but i right, totally I get, get what you're saying it. he's totally gonna have to he is going to have to you know be a little bit more or i guess he's gonna have to contribute a little bit more than than what he would for for whatever team he's been playing for because he doesn't have you know other superstars playing next to him uh, you know, right. no offense, no offense to uh, Dejan Jovalik. Um but you would think that with his pedigree, with his skill set, with his IQ, you would hope that he's at least able to link up with other players that have that IQ. And I would say that for the first time in a while that ratio is kind of high for Galaxy players. I mean, you you have Chicharito has a high IQ. Julian Araujo has a high IQ. Efrain Alvarez has a high IQ. Um, Kevin Cabral has a high IQ. His execution isn't great, but, you know, we're hoping that that improves. Ryan Revolosin has a high IQ. So, um, you know, I think that being around players, although, although they're not, you know, superstars, uh, you know, except for a few of those names. I think that there's a potential that he's just a good, as as weird as to say this as a DP, for a DP, I mean, he might be a good complementary piece to the whole. Even if One he's not the- at, even if he's not at 100%, you know, motivation, whatever. He, he could probably still, just with his IQ alone, be able to be a, a good, solid role player in this team. One of the first questions that was asked to Greg Vanny, I think it was the first question that was asked uh, to Greg Vanny, and I think it came from Damian Calhoun. Um, uh, and it was a question that I, you know, 
was thinking about was basically where is Douglas Costa going to play, right? Well, we know that he his natural position is on the wing, is on the right wing, um, but you didn't sign a cam for the, you know. I don't understand. I don't running? understand with the with, with the the obsession with everybody and the cam. You don't always, you don't need a cam always. I mean, I mean, you can I, play I, without a cam. You can be successful without a cam. Right. I, I get that the number ten spot. That's a luxury a player. Traditional, right. It's it, it's a traditional spot that you know is it's not as you know teams aren't as dependent on it as as they used to be. Yes, but when you looked at a lot of the games, especially in the second half of the season, the creativity in that final third really was missing and the only player that was really attempting to to do any of that to try to break down those lines to try to thread that needle for that pass was Victor Vasquez and Victor Vasquez is you know he he can't run for 90 minutes for 34 games he, right, he you but, know so but he's not so, going to have to on this team he well, he's going to be mean, he's going to be a 15 minute player Victor Vasquez well you could you could bring in you, and even Sasha Klushin again another 20 to 30 minute player who could do that could who could also service that mm, i mean i see where you i see what you're saying but i i do feel that you need some sort of general on the field that can play in that middle that can 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 pick apart defenses on anywhere on the field uh, either side right um to have two very creative uh speedy guys on either side of the ball, right? On either side of the, the field, I mean. Um, it's good, right? I'm going to break down this. Uh, I'm going to take this guy on. I'm going to break this defense down. I'm going to draw out this defender, which allows this guy to get into a position. And, you know, um, everyone has to rotate. And then we take advantage of said rotation, right? I, you know, that's one way of doing it. Um, um, it seemed that only Julian Araujo was trying to do that last year. And it was pretty predictable because the offense seemed like it was running basically just through him um you have a little bit more options or at least you would think you have a little bit more options this year and douglas costa obviously does do that right there's going to be a lot of focus on him until again it's proven that you don't need to focus on him right so um but he was asked where is he going to play is he going to play them because he's wearing the number 10 he is officially wearing the number 10 um you know is he going to play in the middle and you'll you'll just have like Grant Sear on 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 the wing or or whatnot, and you know, can you would you be able to rotate? Where yeah, I can bring in Vasquez, I bring Costa back on the wing, stuff like that. And he did say that you know there's some flexibility there and as needed, but he said primarily he's going to be playing on the wing. And then he did say that he's looking to get Efrain Alvarez to get to to, to play that cent, uh, central yeah. attacking role, uh, which is interesting because here's a guy who again has the vision. Um, we know that he could, you know, pick people apart. We know he, he likes to shoot from distance. Um, is he capable? Sh- sure. But again, execution, right? And decision-making and how quick you're making those decisions. Well, you better learn it quick. <laughs> you better learn it quick. Is, but I mean, like, this is going to, this is, this is the time, right? Like, this is the time that, that you you need to start getting your return on not even investment on the development from this player, right? You need to start putting him in the shop window. Efrain Alvarez, 
I don't know how hard he's going to work to try and make this uh, Mexican team for the World Cup, <clears throat> assuming they qualify. But I know Julian Araujo is probably going to be going. But the big question mark is Efrain Alvarez. And so he's really, really got to put up this season. Um, and, I, I, you know, it honestly, sounds like Danny wants to wants to help him showcase that. And, <clears throat> you know. The, well, I mean, it has to happen, right? This is, I mean, at the end of the season, um, there will be a World Cup that we're saying, you know, that we're talking about MLS. But at the end of the <laughs> season, there's going to be a World Cup. And, um, you know, if... I'm pretty sure that Vanny and, and the rest of the Galaxy front office are probably saying we need to showcase this guy as much as possible. Have him have a successful, as much success on this team as possible so that we can sell him right after the World So he makes that squad and we can sell him for quite a bit of money after the World Cup, right? Which is what they're already planning for Araujo. So um, I get it. And of course, in doing that, you help the team out. So it makes sense, but yeah, it's, it, it's ultimately up to uh, Efrain to, you know, want it. We know that Julian Araujo is going to run through every obstacle that is put in front of him, and, mm-hmm. you know, and he's willing to work for it and then some. Um, I haven't really seen it from uh, from Alvarez as much, and, you know, we were even talking about, hey, this guy was overhyped. Zlatan just, you know, Zlatan said it, so... Everyone just said, oh, okay, then he's the real deal. Um, there's that trigger word again. It's like the potential is there. Like, it doesn't matter. Is he good to me now or not? <laughs> so this is the time. This is now the time, right? Um, as you said, it's time to showcase that investment. It, it's. I think it's basically a sink or swim situation, especially if, if he's putting him in that important role. Um, it, it's basically a sink or swim uh, situation. So yeah. I thought maybe that was probably one of the more interesting things that I, that, that was said in the media call, to be honest, because that was something like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> you know, w- wasn't really expecting that. Um, so, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Maybe, you know, maybe Greg Vanny saw something, right? Maybe he said, oh, you know, you're not suited here. Let's try you over here. And maybe he saw something in practice. Who knows? Um, and he's about to unload a secret weapon that you never know he had. <laughs> so, it's possible. You know, I, I remember that. I remember seeing that with with Chris Albright, but I kind of I kind of saw that before as well, where Chris Albright was like a forward. But I go, no, you know, when he tracks back, hardly anyone gets by him. And then someone put him as a defender and low. Oh, I think it was Bruce. And lo and behold, uh, for the national team. And lo and behold, turns out he's a good defender, a good defender. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, so the Galaxy said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Defender. Um, but uh so who knows? Well, that, that, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Um, other than that, the, the only other thing that someone asked about the you know what what makes this team so different than last year's team, um, Greg Vanny came out and said the maturity. The, this team is uh, more mature than it was last season, and we we talked about this earlier. It's like, hey, this is not a rebuilding year, right? All these players have played together. Um, all of them were essentially, or most of them were essentially rookies. Um, as far as MLS, so now they know what, what to expect, right? They know mm-hmm. all those uh, little interest, uh, intricacies that make MLS so so unique and quirky, and you know, just um, and sometimes frustrating, right? So um, you understand the league now, you understand the players, you understand the style of play. 
Um, the schedule is not going to be as condensed and therefore as brutal as it was last season. So that's a big help to everybody. So um, these players now know what to expect. They uh, they no longer are in. They're no longer the new guy, right? They're, they, they're in there like, oh, this is my league, right? I know I, I've been here now. So um, that's uh, Greg Vanny saying the same thing. Hey, you know what? We're more mature. Yeah, um, well, and, that's um, the hope. That's the hope that they've, yeah. they've they've learned the lessons and they're going to take that into the new season and and apply, yeah, apply and, what they've learned. And like I said, as I said before, it it seems that it looks like it is trending in that direction, based on you know they the the way they played against New England, based on the the results right now. Um, it does seem that they are a little bit more coherent with each other, uh, a little bit more like okay, you know, we're not trying to figure this out. Um, as much as season number one, but so, so yeah, that that's uh, that's the hope, and uh, this is year two of the Vanny project, so there should be some sort of um, there should be some sort of improvement because if you're not making the playoffs this year, there's a problem, right? Um, so someone's head will definitely roll <laughs> if, if the if the Galaxy failed to make the playoffs this season. So, um, so yeah. Well, there you go. There you have it. <clears throat> um, so I guess we'll 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 be back what next week to talk about uh, more action from Nochella, and because uh, you know we because hey Galaxy, can we see anything that's happening at Gochella? No. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You got anything else, Louis? Um, no, that's it. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. We'll, we'll see you guys. Next week, this is cool. uh, David signing off. Bye-bye. And we'll see you on... Uh... Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.